It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Introducing Built to Last, a new podcast by American Express. I'm Elaine Welteroff, and I'm excited to host the debut season where we will be deep diving into the stories, history, and continued legacy of small businesses that shape American culture. Through these important conversations, we'll hear how the Black business leaders of our past have inspired today's Black-owned small businesses and communities. Join us for the debut season of Built to Last on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the Locked On Bengals Podcast on a Wednesday. I'm James Rapine. Great to be with you. So much to get to on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. And as always, every single podcast posted at LockedOnBengals.com. Speaking of the website, go to LockedOnBengals.com right now. There's a new look. We have a new look. And uh, I really like it. I think the format looks even better than the old one did, which I enjoyed that one as well. You could check it out by bookmarking it. By Googling it, LockedOnBengals.com. Check it out. And uh, if you're new to this podcast, we do it every single day. I'm James Rapine, and I cover the Bengals for ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW in Cincinnati. And basically what we do is try to give you your daily Bengals fix every single day, Monday through Friday. And uh, there's a lot to get to, a lot to discuss today. And one thing I I wanted to start with, and we're going to get to the Sporting News ranked the, the quarterback rooms in the NFL. And I want to get to that. Because I thought it was interesting to see where the Bengals are ranked. And it's probably not much of a surprise to you. But we'll get to that coming up in a bit. And I also think it's interesting to see where the Browns are ranked in all of this. Also, in this podcast, I'm going to discuss a trade that I want the Bengals to make. We'll get to that as well. But first, I wanted to start and play devil's advocate with myself. Because I host a show on ESPN 1530 every single weekday, noon to one. And Mo Eger, my, my co-host, who and him and I were talking, and Monday I went on this rant on the podcast about how there should be pressure on Andy Dalton this year, and he has everything he needs to succeed. And Mo sort of played devil's advocate with me and because he doesn't buy it. He doesn't buy into the, the line being significantly better than last year. Still wait-and-see approach with Billy Price. I buy into Billy Price. I think he's... Ready to go now. Might not be great by any stretch for for a decade, but he's going to be really solid as a rookie. So I buy that. He also is worried about Cordy Glenn's injury. I think he can be fine post-injury. I don't think that's a big deal. In fact, we had a feature about a month and a half ago on the long-term injury status of a guy like Cordy Glenn. Uh, So that's on the website right now at LockedOnBengals.com. And ultimately... He discussed everything. Eifert, question mark. Ross, question mark. Glenn, sort of a question mark. Billy Price, question mark. Who knows about the offense, a new offense with Bill Lazor overhauling it. And I get all of that. I understand it. Here's the problem with it. At some point, I'm going to stop making excuses for Andy Dalton. That's what it comes down to to me. Like at some point, it's just time for him to be great or be good. Or just be Blandy Dalton, which I've seen the past couple of years. And if that's the case, fine. Then the Bengals should seriously consider drafting a quarterback early next year. And I get it. It's a bad quarterback class, and they're probably going to be stuck with Andy. And Marvin's been here, so they want to be with Andy. I get all that. But at some point, the dam's got to break one way or the other. We can't just sit here and, and 
same result after same result after same result. Or maybe we can because Marvin Lewis is still here. And that's the scary part to me. Bengals do not be mid-level this year. Don't be 7-9. and nine. Andy Dalton, don't be 7-9. and nine. Marvin Lewis, don't be 7-9. and nine. Be really good and get to the playoffs. Win 10 games, 11 games, 12 games. Or be really bad and get yourself in possession to get a supreme talent. Don't BS us when you're 5-9 and nine and win the final two games. No, I, I don't care. I don't care that the Bills went to the playoffs. This isn't about the Bills. This isn't about helping others out. I don't give a damn about that. What I want is for them to decide what they're going to be. And the easiest way to decide it is for the results on the field to decide it for you. If Marvin Lewis goes 4-12 and last year, he is not the coach this year. If he goes 10-6 and last year, no one's complaining that he's the coach this year. Instead, right in the middle, 7-9. and And Mike brings him back. No one wanted him back, fan-wise. Not many people did. And so... That's the case. That's where we're at. That's the reality. I don't want that to happen. Be really good or be really bad so we can find and finally get into a direction where you can be good again. That's the way I look at it. I'm on board with it. That's, that's the bottom line for me. What say you? At James Rapine on Twitter, at Locked on Bengals. You can also email me anytime you want to. James Rapine at ESPN1530.com. I try to respond to every email. There are some that get through the cracks, but I try to do that. Uh, Speaking of trades, and I told you there was a trade that stands out to me, one that should potentially happen, and I've been on this for a while, and maybe you could tell me that I'm trying to speak it into existence, but I want this to happen. The Cleveland Plain Dealer reports, uh, and Mary Kay Cabot of the Cleveland Plain Dealer, suggests that the, the Browns would trade Corey Coleman if they received, quote, a decent offer. Now, what's a decent offer? Uh, mid-round pick. I would assume mid-round pick. I love Corey Coleman. Love him. I, I want every bit of him here in Cincinnati. He's, let, let's say you're a fan that doesn't buy into John Ross. He's your John Ross insurance. Let's say you're a fan that doesn't buy into Tyler Boyd. I get it. I think Tyler's very serviceable, but I get why you would. Well, the Bengals had Corey Coleman ranked much higher than Tyler Boyd in the draft class, during that draft class. And he went off 15th overall, off the board then. Since then, he's flashed at times. Other times, not so much. How much of that is him? How much of that is the Browns? That's what I want to know. Because I look at it, and as a rookie, he had three touchdowns against the Ravens. As a rookie, had over 400 yards. 33 receptions, broke his hand, which limited him, broke his hand last year, which limited him, but showed some explosiveness, showed he could get open, dealt with some drops, but ultimately, he's 23 years old, he's a guy that's had a bunch of different quarterbacks in and out and around the lineup throwing to him, he's a player that you had a first round grade on back in 2016, you ended up with a really good player in Lamar, uh, ooh, in Lamar Jackson, William Jackson. Why not try to get him? What's the downside? Giving up the the Bengals are projected to have three sixth round picks next year due the due to the compensatory selections. I'd offer a sixth, a fifth, and a sixth for Corey Coleman. Browns would laugh. Then I would go up to a, a four, and I don't think they would laugh. Then maybe you do a four and a six. That's fine. Corey Coleman is a premium talent. 
And I think the Browns would be silly to trade him. Host of Locked On Browns, Jeff Lloyd. <laughs> we exchanged tweets earlier today, and he was like, stop, don't do it, don't say it, don't talk about it, because he doesn't want it to happen. And I don't blame him. I wouldn't want it to happen. I, I cheered for, not cheered, but I, I praised the Browns when they made the Corey Coleman pick. And so if they opted to trade him, I want to be the team that gets him. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. And yeah, you could show me the drops. You could say he was a bust. Let me read. Let me read. Because I thought he was Steve Smith Sr. I thought that's what he projected. But let me read what Mike Mayock said of him coming out of the draft. Quote, he's a dynamic playmaker. Think Percy Harvin. That's the kind of playmaker he is. He has a quick start and explosive speed. The only key for him is that he doesn't run a route tree. You have to manufacture touches for him as he learns the route tree. He's special with a football in his hands. Mike Mayock. To me, just go go get him if you can. Go get him because you have a guy from Washington, uh, from Washington, obviously, John Ross. I almost said Washington State. That you really like. You also really like Corey Coleman coming out of the draft. Both of them have had their flaws, had their issues in three total years in the league. Get them both, more likely to hit on one of them, especially when you're not giving up a high pick to get him. I'm not saying give up a second-round pick to get Corey Coleman. But if you can get him for a fourth, fourth and a sixth, I'd seriously consider it. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on Twitter. At James Erpine, at Locked On Bengals. Up next, the sporting news ranks the quarterback rooms in the NFL. We'll discuss where the Bengals rank, if it's accurate, and why it's concerning. That's next on the Locked On Bengals podcast. Hey, what's happening? It's your boy Q, host of the Locked On Raiders podcast. And I hope you guys feasted on the MyBookie Turkey Day free play that allowed users to grab themselves a risk-free bet up to $250. It was basically a free shot at trying to double your money. If you didn't get in on that, what are you doing? No, nah, but seriously, now is the time to get some skin in the game with my bookie, where odds boost, lightning deals, and free bets await all season long. And with the NFL playoffs right around the corner, we know who these teams are. We know what they're capable of, and it's not difficult to find some value in the lines. Whether you're a first-time customer or have been playing with MyBookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie. And when you do, use promo code LOCKEDON to get your deposit match halfway all the way up to a 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put in $200, they'll match you with another $100 in your account. If you were already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. This is Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints. This podcast is brought to you by Carvana. In the age of online retailers, buying a car should be no different, and that's why Carvana invented a brand new way for you to buy a car. That's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made the purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door, or you can go and pick it up from one of the coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a seven-day return policy, ensuring that you get a car 
that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check it out, the nation's fastest growing auto retailer at Carvana.com, C-A-R-V-A-N-A.com, Carvana.com. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash Dell EMC. Support for this podcast comes from the first one with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is the first one. We hear from all the A-list music stars like J Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. It's almost like sometimes before you even get in the industry, it's like you set up to fail. And there's so many moments where you can win. And the winning is great, but it's so many things that you go through to get to the win. And so much more who tell their stories about the first hits that took them to the next level, changed their life, overlooked to being overbooked. When I was recording the song, I already knew it was going to be a global hit. And I'm not joking, my G. I really felt it inside of me. I was like, I just can't wait to see a number one. Join me every Thursday with the first one drops only on Amazon Music. Let's go. We want the best of both worlds. We want a hybrid. A smarter hybrid cloud approach with IBM helps retailers manage supply chains with Watson AI while predicting demands with ease. The world is going hybrid with IBM. Visit ibm.com slash hybrid cloud. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Sporting News ranked all 32 quarterback rooms in the league. And I'm, I want to run through them because, to me, it's it's very interesting that the Bengals are where they are. Naturally, the Eagles come in first. They have Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. That makes sense. The Saints, second. Little surprised because Drew Brees, after him, you got Tom Savage and JT Barrett and Taysom Hill. Like, no one really stands out, but they're second. Green Bay Packers, third, with Aaron Rodgers, Brett Hundley, Deshaun Kaiser. Fine. Fourth is the New England Patriots. We know who they got. Brady, Brian Hoyer, Danny Etling. Fifth, the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger, Landry Jones, Josh Jobs, and then Mason Rudolph. Chargers come in at sixth, Phillip Rivers, and then Geno Smith, Cardell Jones. And I'm going to, right now, I'm going to start reading just the first, first man. Russell Wilson comes in seventh. Atlanta, Matt Ryan, eighth. Indy, Obviously, they have Jacoby Brissett and Andrew Luck. Jimmy Garoppolo, 10th with San Francisco. Marcus Mariota, 11th. Where do you think? I'm going to keep reading through these just so you guys are aware of who's ahead of the Bengals and who's ahead of Andy Dalton. Where do you think they come in? I'll tell you what. We're not halfway there as we're on number 12. Uh, 12 is Kirk Cousins, Trevor Simeon, and the Minnesota Vikings. Detroit. And this one's interesting. Detroit, Matt Stafford, Jake Ruddock, and Matt Castle. Interesting. Uh, I mean, I get it at Stafford, but the other two guys, not buying in. Tampa Bay, Jameis Winston and Ryan Fitzpatrick, that makes sense because Fitzpatrick has a pretty safe floor as a backup quarterback. The Cleveland Browns, 15th. 
Tyrod Taylor, Drew Stanton, Baker Mayfield. And so that one's pretty interesting. The L.A. Rams, Jared Goff, Sean Mannion, Brandon Allen, 16th. The Rams are 16th on this. Cowboys, 17th with Dak Prescott, Cooper Rush, Mike White. That's interesting to me. The Jaguars, or 18th, excuse me, Blake Bortles, Cody Kessler, and Tanner Lee. The Carolina Panthers, 19th, Cam Newton, Garrett Gilbert, Taylor Hinkey. Uh, 20th, Deshaun Watson, Brandon Whedon, Joe Webb, and the Houston Texans. 21st, the Denver Broncos. And I get I get this is boring, but it's just it's really interesting to me that the Bengals are so far down the list. Case Keenum, Paxton Lynch, Chad Kelly. 22nd, the Oakland Raiders. They have a bunch of guys like E.J. Manuel, Connor Cook, and then Derek Carr obviously leading the show there. Washington, 23. I thought they might be a little higher here. I would put them ahead of Cleveland. I would put them ahead of some of these teams. Alex Smith, Colt McCoy, Kevin Hogan. Kansas City comes in at 24 with Pat Mahomes, Chad Henney, Matt McGloin. 25th, Josh McCown, Teddy Bridgewater, and Sam Darnold. It's the New York Jets. 26th, the Chicago Bears. Mitch Trubisky, Chase Daniel, Tyler Bray. 27th, the Arizona Cardinals. Even though their quarterback retired, Sam Bradford, Josh Rosen, Mike Glennon, and Brandon Dowdy, who is not going to make that roster, makes up the uh, 27th pick of the Arizona Cardinals there. And 28th, the Bengals. Andy Dalton, Matt Barkley, Jeff Driscoll, Logan Woodside. Vinny Iyer writes, Dalton no longer needs to look over his shoulder. The Bengals signing of Barkley to be the new number two and project of Woodside suggests Marvin Lewis and Bill Lazor are locked into the red rifle, even though Dalton has already hit a ceiling at age 30. Agree with that. By the way, after that, the Baltimore Ravens, the New York Giants, the Miami Dolphins, and the Buffalo Bills. Bills coming in at last with A.J. McCarron. That's rough, man. Because someone has to be last. Someone has to be 28th. But to me, as, as low as I am on Andy, and I think I'm low by like casual fan standards, 28th? Really? I, I, but I do get it because who would I rather have? Andy Dalton and Matt Barkley or Tyrod Taylor, who's not as good as Andy, but he's okay, and Baker Mayfield. I'd rather have Tyrod and Baker. But teams like the Vikings, uh, teams like the Broncos, I mean, really? Paxton Lynch as the backup? I get it. He was a former first-round pick. He's also been bad. So to me, I, I just, I get it. The, the Bengals, they should have addressed backup quarterback maybe earlier than they did or did it in free agency. But at the same time, and who knows, maybe they go out and sign Johnny Manziel. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's just, to me, 28th, like if they have the 28th best quarterback room this year and that doesn't change during the season, like our perception of Andy doesn't change or he doesn't play better than that, they're going to win like four games. Now the perception changes as long as the guys around him play better. Offensive line plays better. Running game plays better. Bill Lazor's much better as an offensive coordinator. Defense plays the way it can. I get all that. So his supporting cast, which I talked about, I, I expect it to be pretty good. But the fact remains that I'm not sure what happens if they're 28th other than them lose a bunch of games. Like, if they have the 28th best quarterback room, it's the most important position in sports. I wouldn't put the Ravens that low either. I wouldn't, because I think Lamar Jackson boosts. I'd put the Ravens ahead of the Bengals. Who would you rather have, Joe Flacco and Lamar Jackson or Andy Dalton and Matt Barkley? 
I would rather have the first one. Why? You have the upside with Lamar, and you have a guy that's safe and been there, done that, and Joe Flacco. The Bengals have safe, been there, done that, with no upside behind him. That's the difference. So if we're talking about quarterback rooms, the more I, I, I talk about this, maybe that they do deserve to be there. Maybe they do. It's tough. It's interesting. What say you? Where should the Bengals be, the, the quarterback room be ranked? Because Andy Dalton's just okay, right? We, we all agree there. He's okay. But after that, it's bad. Like, it's really, really bad. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm on Twitter at James Rapine, at Locked On Bengals. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And do me a favor. We're at four and a half stars on iTunes, and I sound nitpicky. Can you go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review? It would be amazing and wonderful of you. You can email me, James Rapine, at ESPN1530.com. Right now, every single podcast posted at LockedOnBengals.com. Our guy Andrew Dunn takes a look, a year in the life of the Bengals, 2000. It's a really good read. His series continues, and he just looks at basically every single year uh, of Bengals fandom in his life. He started with 1992, and he's moved up since then. So all the 90s years, now 2000. Check it out, LockedOnBengals.com. Back at it tomorrow. Until then, thank you so much for listening. I'm James Rapine. This has been the Locked On Bengals Podcast. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild-card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, Every day throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020 and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.